Hello, everyone, and welcome to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. I'm Eric Jean-Baptiste, and I'll be the host for this podcast. Here we talk to youth leaders, youth ministers, youth pastors, youth experts, so that we can have a better understanding of this field by learning how they engage with youth and young adults today. So we just ask that you sit back, relax, and let's learn together. All right, everybody, welcome back to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. I'm very excited because today I have Sister Esther, the president uh, uh, or the director of the Maya Youth Federation from Southern New England Conference. How are you doing today, Esther? Hi, Eric. Um, it's really nice to have the uh, participation in this program. Um, We've been listening to it, and we are happy uh, that someone took over uh, mentorship, something that we need uh, very highly in our youth department. Amen, amen. So uh, as we start talking about uh, youth ministry, could you give a little introduction of who you are? So I'm Esther Reyna, and I've been working in youth ministry uh, for a very long time. And um, I come from the Dominican Republic originally. I came to the United States when I was a teenager. So I've been here for about 25 years. And um, I have served in many different departments in the youth um, department. And right now I'm serving as the Federation President for Central Massachusetts. I have 41 churches under my belt. I have a team of people that come from different churches, the Spanish, Portuguese, and uh, Caucasians, and um, African-Americans, um, or, or more specifically, Haitian churches um, in our area that are very, uh, you know, growing very steadily. Um, so I'm happy to serve the Lord, and I'm married, and I've been married for um, 11 years. To Pastor Reina, Roberto Reina, and um, life has been wonderful serving the Lord. All right, that's awesome. Um, so you uh, you mentioned that you have a team uh, that serves Central Massachusetts in this youth federation capacity. Could you let us know how important having a team is in this field that you are endeavoring in? Um, it's very important because, like I said, we have 41 churches, and um, it's very difficult for the youth directors to cover all the areas um, within one year and um, listen to the needs and, and work in the needs. So that's why federations were created, uh, to be able to assist the youth department uh, in strengthening the AY programs in the local churches. Um, so having a team also helped me um, to cover more territories and, and also instead of just going once a year to one location, um, if someone has like five or 10 churches, it's better to cover uh, those areas um, and we can you know assist the churches a little bit better. Okay, nice. Um, could you let us also know what big uh, plans or ideas that Maya actually implements in central Massachusetts? 
So one of the things that we have tried uh, to implement is that idea that AY programs are important, um, or AY as a department is important. Uh, so we go and we meet with uh, potential youth leaders that want to start AY in the program. So we'll sit down with them, we'll coach them, we'll mentor them, uh, we'll bring resources if they need them, um, and we'll help them along the way to settle the AY program. Um, the other stuff that we uh, try to do is uh, promote uh, the AY leadership certification. Uh, we have not been so much successful, and one of the reasons is that most of our uh, young adults or youth are coming off from doing two years of master guide and um, you know doing another two years of AY leadership certification things like uh, you know way too hard as they already uh, entering uh, college or they already uh, doing their career. Uh, but we still continue to promote it and hoping uh, that some A white leaders will be uh, wanting to get a little bit more equipped on what's happening now compared to what they know from the past of uh, working with youth ministry. All right. And for anyone who's like listening right now, who's saying, oh, wow, I, that sounds interesting. Could you like let us know what... Um, what training goes into that certification and how is it different from Master Guide? So we focus more on youth and young adults. Um, we do uh, trainings on, you know, what is being a mentor and how to start a mentorship program in the local churches. That's something very important because mentorship is where uh, people uh, and young people are designed or are prepared to be the leaders and you know we want them to uh, be the leaders of today not tomorrow and if they are mentored today they can be leaders leaders tomorrow um, so we do that and uh, we also um, encourage them to have a devotional life um, sort of like master guy will do um, so we'll go into you know um, step to Christ and other uh, more thicker um, LNGY books, and also we do have books uh, to read that focus more on leadership, Christian leadership, and regular leadership. Uh, we also have uh, discussion about millennials, about the new uh, generation, and how to uh, connect with them. Uh, we also have trainings about how to talk to uh, in a board meeting, how to get things done, how to get programs approved. Um, how to start in a small group, and what does that look like, how to start a compassion project. Uh, we also go through that as well. Um, so we are asking uh, people to develop an AY program, an AY for the whole year, a compassion project, and lead it. Um, so there's a lot of things that you can do on your own, but things also that we want you to be hands-on. Um, and participate and create for your community and your church. Oh, nice. So, so basically, if you take this certification, you will really be well-equipped to be a youth director in your local church and feel confident in leading out in programs and talking to your board to uh, get programs initiated and such like that, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> 
Correct. Um, and yeah, and it's probably serving other, you know, capacities as you keep records and stuff like that. So you'll be better equipped to be a secretary um, in the church or a secretary for the Pathfinder Club. Um, also, hope you know, hopefully you can take on the women's ministry. You can take on the Pathfinder's ministry. You can take on the any of the youth ministries that are in the church. Uh, those that are posts that nobody wants after a certain time um, because people don't feel that they are uh, enough equipped for that. So you'll find yourself since we want also for you to practice it. Uh, you'll, you know, all the nursing, all the, all that stuff will ease once you have done it several times. Okay. So not only will you be very well-rounded in being a youth director, if you are called to be one, or in youth ministries because you can do clerical work and all these other things, but you also get a very smart looking jacket, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so uh, it's a blue jacket, um, sort of like navy blue, and it has the AY logo. And um, we are hoping that we can utilize the people that have been um, equipped and trained uh, they can serve also as the area coordinators for either pathfinders or adventurers. Um, they can serve um, and help the NCCs. Uh, they can continue to serve the conference um, at so many different levels, like training. Sometimes uh, they have, you know, ask who can give a training and, and so and so area. So you can be sent to Bermuda because they need someone and you have the expertise. So the hope is that you are. Um, also utilized in different capacities within the uh, youth department that is not just uh, certain things and then also uh, we are hoping that we can choose people from that pool uh, to also be federation presidents in the future awesome so um switching gears a little bit i wanted to ask you how do you think young uh youth leaders should be engaging with youth today? How should we engage in conversation about church and Christianity and seven, being Seventh-day Adventists? Uh, that's a very interesting question. And uh, one of the things that we know as human beings that we, we want to belong. We want to find a voice and we want someone to listen to us. And you know, as youth, you always have these crazy ideas. You always have dreams. And, you, you know, you want people to listen to that, even if it sounds like a crazy idea. I have youth that they just come and tell me, hey, I've been thinking about this. Am I sounding crazy? And sometimes, you know, just to get them to giggle and connect with them, I say, yeah, that's really crazy. But I actually like it. Um, so they want, they want some sense that they, uh, even though they think differently, they're still part of, an organization that loves them and wants to take care of them in so many levels. Um, you know, I have youth testing me in the middle of the night, like maybe 12, 1, 2, or 3 in the morning, just mm. asking me random questions um, about life, about moving on, uh, how Christianity is going to be for them once they move away from home, how they can stay connected. Um, so I youth really cared about um, sustaining uh, their Christianity, but sometimes they don't know how to, either because they spend their time in church doing some other stuff, 
And now when they see reality, they know that they're going to be on their own and it's going to be based on them. Uh, but they also want to know that they can count on someone when they need or they have a question. Um, and we have to be available for them. So that's something that some of our youth don't have from their own parents because the parents work too long hours. They only want good grades, so they only want them to go to college. And sometimes uh, they forget that they also need love, they need attention, they need someone to listen to them. And as a youth leader, if you pay attention to them, you'll be a resource for them. And I just love it that I have youth calling me from college in the middle of the night or texting me randomly asking me just uh, questions that they have. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to try to mirror what you said and reflect it. But basically, you're just saying that it's important to listen to young people, be that person that they can turn to for conversation and be available for them. Uh, is that what you're basically trying to let us hear? Yeah. All right. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, those um, early connections about, you know, how was your week in church and how, how are you doing on searching for a job or, you know, learning how to drive? Can, you know, can I give you $20 towards your driving permit? Or, you know, just little something uh, to let them know that someone cares. Mm. Um one of the things I, I do, I force them to hug me, even though obviously we do have uh, children vulnerable to take care of us and um, respectful of that. Uh, but that's something that every single human being needs is a hug. And after I force them for a couple of weeks, um, I stop doing it to see their reaction. And what I get is like they come and they hug themselves. Mm. Uh, so that's something that, um, that, you know, little things that we can do to just let them know that they are loved and they're accepted just the way they are. Wow. It's, it's interesting that you say that because I, that's what I have been seeing with talking with youth leaders and what I saw with engaging with youth. It's not necessarily coming to them with doctrine and uh, Bible scriptures, which are very important, but it's that being there for them conversation that they are really looking for like they understand the scriptures they understand that the church is about jesus but what they are looking for from mentors and youth leaders as such as ourselves is just those regular conversations like hey how was your week how was school how was how was uh that boy that you have a crush on or or that girl you have a crush on? like just having those regular conversations that's what they are really looking for and when you fill that gap and have those conversations they really really appreciate it and you can really engage that way um so mm -hmm. sticking on to uh mentoring could if there was a mentor in your life that has said something that was impactful that you still remember to this day um could you share that with us Oh, wow. I mean, along the, the way has been so many different people. Uh, but I remember when, you know, things got a little bit more harder as a youth leader and getting your word um, and being respected uh, by your elders in the church, um, it was very difficult. And sometimes you feel that you're fighting a fight by yourself. And I remember 
uh, when I used to see Pastor James Black uh, very often because I like to be very involved. So I used to I used to uh, go to every single training, every single place where there were youth, I was there. And I used to see James Black all the time. And one of the things I used to go and complain to him was about why the youth department didn't do their job, why the youth leaders were not doing their job. And he kept saying to me, uh, Jesus didn't wait for anybody. If you want to see change, you be the change. Um, and you always um, concern about that, you know, about will people listen to you? Will people respect you enough? Uh, will people follow you? Will people think that you're crazy and you just want to uh, show up and have power and be popular or whatever, whatever, whatnot uh, people can think of? And you have all those thoughts. Um, about if you equip enough, if you, you know, all those doubts that come into your mind. Until I decided, you know what, he's right. I mean, I hear complaining, but I'm not part of the solution. I'm continuing to be part of the program because I'm just irritated. And I said, I'm not going to work in the youth department. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to serve when I call. And I realized that that was a very negative attitude. So I changed my attitude and I said, when I am, call i'm going to serve and when i'm not called i'm going to be there to serve and uh, since then i you know if i see down and i see someone getting stuck on a program organizing or stuff like that i will offer myself to help uh, like i'm not going to let them drown if i can do something about it if they tell me they don't need me i'll see down and enjoy the program so that i can uh, but i won't criticize i won't do anything uh, but I'm always trying to be available for whoever needs me, and I'm going to make myself available uh, if, whether I'm needed or not. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that information. Um, sister, as we have a tradition here on youth ministry and mentorship, uh, we usually end with this question. Do you have any words of encouragement or words to encourage any person who feels the call to youth ministry or the call to be a mentor? To never give up. The other stuff I will say is that kids are always watching. When you think they're not, they're actually watching. They might not tell you, but they are always watching. Uh, they are looking to see if what you say, you do. So it's very important that we are integral or uh, truthful and honest, and uh, they can read through us. Um, so there's no point of lying to them. The best thing that we can do um, is being honest. Um, also have that empathy and warmth that is needed uh, to understand. Uh, sometimes you might not agree with what they do or what they say, uh, but leave the judgment to God. Uh, they just need a place that they can feel safe and secure, uh, where they can cry, where they can, you know, really speak up their mind. Um, and they want to trust us with that information. And uh, never give up. Uh, you know, God never stops giving up. He, he looks for ways we need to be creative. And um, he is the God of wisdom. So we just have to ask him. Uh, for wisdom in um, situations that we might not know, and we can speak clearly and pass over solutions. He always have an answer. We just have to always tap on him. 
Thank you so much, sister. Uh, you have given some wisdom and some great advice for anyone who is in youth ministries or wants to be a mentor. And I know that you have done excellent work in Southern New England Conference. So I, Amen. Thank, I thank you for coming on to the podcast uh, today. And um, thank you for having me. No, no problem. No problem. So everyone who is listening in, um, if you need a mentor, feel free to reach out to Sister Esther. She will yes, be gladly, she'll gladly give you some advice on how to be uh, a great uh, AY leader or youth leader in your local church. So thank you for joining us here at Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101, where we always say youth ministry is not a stepping stone into ministry. Youth ministry is ministry period. And we just want to remind our listeners that if you're enjoying the content here at Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101, to please leave a review and a comment. And if you have any questions that you would like us to ask any youth leaders, any youth ministers, any youth directors of any conference, to leave a comment and a review and also share this content with anyone who you believe might benefit from it. So we'll see you next week here at Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101, where we always say youth ministry is not a stepping stone into ministry. Youth ministry is ministry, period.